How's it going on, people? You're listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number seven. I traveled down to Dartmouth, Massachusetts to Famous Tattoos to talk to the famous Ryan V. He is the uh, co-owner with his wife, Alicia, and he's the primary tattoo artist there. Uh, We talked about his journey throughout his life into tattooing, so I hope you enjoy the show. This episode is also brought to you by Lazura, the rhythm core metal band that you heard in episode number six. They're playing their first ever live show this Friday night at 9 p.m. at Boneheads Live at 36 Water Street in Fall River, Mass. It is original night. Go support them 9 p.m. this Friday, November 15th. You can also support them on Instagram at Lazora underscore band. You can also follow them on Twitter, which is at Lazora band. And you can go to Facebook and see what they have going on. It's Lazura, L-A-Z-U-R-A, Lazura, Lazura. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Yes. How are you? Good in yourself. I'm pretty good. <laughs> Made the ride down. So yeah. we've known each other a while. It's been a long time since I've seen you. We're acquaintances. Yeah. Um, we both started tattooing around the same time. Yep. I believe you were... A little before I was, we did that. It was like 2004 was when I like took my apprenticeship. Was when I like started. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You took that class, that same class I took. You took that class too? Yeah, at Image Pro. Yeah, <laughs> with Roger. Yes, with okay, Roger. Yeah, yeah right. I yeah. forgot that you had taken that. I too. did that, and then I apprenticed there for a little while. Really? And I remember you. It was like one of the last days I was there leaving, and you came rolling in with your portfolio. And you were like, yeah, I'm going to see if he needs an apprentice. And I remember being like, well, I'm apprenticing here, and I don't know if he's going to take another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it didn't work out for me. I was That was like the beginning of my journey away, away from, from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It was, it's, it's, it was – Why, it was, what happened there, though? Uh, I was working for my dad, uh, remodeling houses. Okay. So Roger wanted me there early to yeah. open up. And clean the place up and do all the apprentice stuff. Because he like moonlit, right? He did it like only at night, basically. And he yeah. worked another job during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would come in, you know, later in the day. But there was it, it got to a point where it was too many times of me calling him and being like, I'm not gonna get there early or I'm not gonna get there at all. Oh yeah. And I think yeah, he yeah. was just he was just all set with it. And yeah, yeah. He was like, Listen, I'm gonna have somebody else be the apprentice because it's clearly and it was like, you know, it was kind of my decision to make, but it was like, I'm like, hey, dad, I got to leave and open the tattoo shop. And my dad's like in the middle of like drywall over his head yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he's just a like, big fucking job. Yeah, right? He's yeah, like, yeah, no, no. not, not going to yeah, fucking yeah. happen, man. Like, no. Especially <laughs> not to draw funny pictures on people, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially, you know, in the eyes of, uh, you know, <clears throat> people my parents' age, they were not having that. They yeah. Were like, yeah, no. Like, you need to make, you need to make the choice either. My parents were super cool with it. Yeah. And like when I went to go talk to Roger, I was in, I was taking classes at BCC. Yeah. And, 
I was put on academic probation because it wasn't doing so hot. And my effort was not maximum, okay? Yeah. You know? After after high school, it was, like, tough to – I didn't really even want to go to college. Um, but instead of re going back, like, for another semester, I just took that money and, and went to Roger. But I never did, like, like hey, I'm your boy kind of stuff. Like, I went there for eight weeks and uh, three hours a, a week. And that yeah. was it. It was, like, crash course, you know? And I, yeah. I still have my notebook with – all yeah. my original notes and crazy shit cool. like yeah, I that. I think I still have mine too. Yeah. That was yeah. nuts. Yeah. I never, I did it like underground after that. Yep. Which is kind of like disrespectful. And, and like, I think back on it, I'm like, that's kind of just disrespectful to like real tattoo artists that put the work in and get their license. But like, you know, in my eyes at the time, I'm like, well, fuck that shit. I'm just going to. I'm just going to tattoo people. I did the same thing. You know, out of my parents' house, yep. out of our apartment when we lived yep. in the apartment. And that was like kind of where it ended around like 2008. Okay. That's yeah. when we we moved into an apartment. I did a few there and that was pretty much the end of it. I mean, yeah. I did a few good ones, but I did some shit ones too. Yeah. It's hard to keep it rolling when you're like not in a spot. Yeah. So like, you know, I, even though I was licensed in Rhode Island, cause I got licensed at yeah. the shop, but like... um. <clears throat> I tattooed out of the house the next three years, yeah. you know, like my parents' dining room, basement, yeah. computer room. Yeah. I never went out really and, and like took all my shit to go tattoo someone. Yeah. I only had like two friends that were tattooers, house tattooers, you mm -hmm. know, and I went to his place and then when you know, screwed around with his machines, went to the other guy's place and tattooed him once. But like, that was really it. Otherwise it was always like in my parents' yeah. place, you know? Yeah. Well, it works out though. But I had to, <laughs> you point. have to yeah. too, you know, like you don't, it's like one of those things like you know it's wrong, but it's it's the most right way to get you started. You have to get your feet wet yeah. and get the experience. Yeah, exactly. And if I hadn't done that, I would have had nothing to show Sean, you yeah. know, to to get the, the first job. So So where did you who did you apprentice for? Like your first that it was, real it was what Roger taught me and that's yeah. it. Everything wow. else was Wow. trial and error and learning what i could i had bought like you know just a bunch of books and yeah i was always obviously interested in it and it, yeah it's one of those things like anything that i get into it's just kind of like spiral you get super focused it's like all you're thinking about <laughs> yeah. so well that's how you end up with your own shop yeah yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> super yeah. focused and yep. uh, yep. really into it because that that was the focus like i knew i would i would learn to tattoo I would do it for, you know, a few years as long as I could. And then once I felt like I had my bearings, I would, I wanted to be on my own. You know, I wasn't going to be yeah. like working for someone forever. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I know that was, that was how it was for me, but with working on houses. Yeah. So it was learning everything I could from my dad. And then he eventually said to me, listen, I'm going to retire. Yeah. And you know, if you're going to do this, you have you. It, it has to be on you at some point. You can't just do yeah. this. Push the business as my, off. You know, as my counterpart forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when I, we didn't have his company name anymore. I started my own company. I mean, it, it's it's funny. I, I started my own company. I was, you know, got all the insurance, did all that. I did yeah. that whole part of it. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but it was still treated like a partnership. 
between me and my dad. You know, he wasn't going to be my employee. I wasn't going to fucking pay him a <laughs> pay, her, pay gonna, him a lower rate. He wasn't going to not tell you how he thought things should be. Oh yeah, done, no, because right? I still wasn't. Like, I still wasn't one hundred percent. Even now, I mean, I don't even. I don't do that anymore. But when you know, I go to his house to help him on stuff, and he comes by to help me. You know, build a new deck. Or, you know, like right now, I'm working on the half bath. Oh, nice. Everything gets run by him. Yeah. Even still, I'm like, I even if I know 100 percent that that's what's going to be done, he's the elder the, god. And yeah, in the back of my head, I have to ask Yoda how to do it. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even if I know how to do it, he yeah, does, yeah. He knows everything. Or have some crazy story where no, you don't want to do it that way because this one time I did. Yeah. And oh, let yeah. me tell you, oh, yeah, the right? stories that come out of his mouth. Yeah, I bet. Speaking of electric, well. You, you said that you went to uh, Vogue for electrical. So he went to Diamond for electrical. Yeah, yeah. And back then there was – nobody wanted to teach because mm-hmm. there was too much money being made. <laughs> yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. he's got a lot of good stories of basically just being at school unsupervised in the late 60s. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, shit. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's not telling me half of it. I was going to say, if that's an episode, I'm listening to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So – um. Yeah, so you worked for Sean yep. at Mom and Pop. Where else uh, Where else did you work? You went down to, what was it, Long Island? Yeah, yeah. I um, Sean was managing a place in Fall River. I forget the name of it. The Loft, that's what it was. Okay. Because it was tattoos, it was a barber shop, perfume shop with jewelry. It was like the, oh, yeah. a bunch of shit all in one like mill building. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he hired me then. He had really no place in hiring me because I had no experience. My yeah. tattoos were terrible and I was used to like <laughs> tattooing people I knew and not any customers, you know? Yeah. Um, so that closed down in like a week. I worked there for maybe like a week or two and then that closed down. And then he spent like nine months opening up his own studio, mm-hmm. which I almost didn't know if that was ever going to happen because nine months is a long time to sit at another job waiting for your dreams yeah. to take off, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he opened up, I think, what, in like, oh, seven. And then I was there until 2011. Yeah, I was there till 2011. Because when I went to Long Island, we celebrated like the new year of 2012. And that was like that horror movie. Yeah, so yeah, everyone, yeah. you know, was talking a bunch of shit about all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, and then, yeah, I went to Long Island then. And uh, I was there for a year, 13 months. Wow. And then when uh, that's where you became famous, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the story about that is pretty funny. Um, when I went to Long Island, it was to work with uh, this guy named Angelo Grassafi, who was a well-known like portrait artist, mm. and he had portrait DVDs that he had put out, like how tos and stuff. And I bought them, loved them, learned from yeah. them, and then I got to run into him at a convention, and I was like, "Hey, man, you know, um, take a look at my work. What do you think? This and that." So I got the job there, um, and the first convention we were going to do together, I was looking for, like, a banner, and, you know, like, I understand where he went with the famous. It was more like, I just, I want to be hot shit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I want to <laughs> be dope, I want people to think I'm dope, and yeah. and and this and that, so um, I think, like, my eagerness is where that came from, so he was like, oh, like, famous Ryan V, you should just put that. And that's what the first thing said. The, my first banner was famous Ryan V, uh, arrogant as fuck. And my friend <laughs> Heath had taken a picture of me at 
at mom and pops like back in the day. And it was me like on the stairs, grabbing my crotch, Michael Jackson style, making a face. <laughs> and he made like a bobblehead out of it. So my head was huge. The body was smaller. And that was my first banner in, in like the New Hampshire convention. Famous Ryan V. Who the fuck awesome. is this guy? Yeah. So um, when we wanted to open up the studio, I didn't want like a cliche name or something yeah. ink and blah, blah, blah. I didn't want it to sound like a lot of other studios. And I just thought like Famous Tattoos was perfect because it was really about your tattoo your experience or maybe what you got is an infamous tattoo you know people get mm. trends or you know i love doing portraits of famous people yeah. and things and that so i thought like that one name kind of said so much without being silly mm. and direct tattoo name you yeah know? yeah no i hear you you don't want the uh, double dragon yeah double dragon tiger tiger claw yeah <laughs> yeah black, exactly the black panther you know there's what so is many the black panther's kind of bad but, <laughs> um, i don't know it's like the old school tattoos you know well i mean like i don't want to name drop any of them obviously but yeah, like you, don't you know there's there's a lot out there that that yeah. just sound like a tattoo shop without even having the word tattoos attached to it yeah and funny enough those places won't have their name on the building it'll just say tattoos Yep. <laughs> yeah, with the uh, the up and down, you know, rectangular. Like sign. that guy right there, like that. Thing. Yes, yeah, like that. Exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, that's, that's it says parlor too. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's the uh, the older people. It was always called tattoo parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why now we call it the studio, tattoo studio. See, that's so good. Like the FTS is famous tattoo studio, so it's like yeah, I always call it shop. But your studio is better. Shop, I think of like workshop. Yeah. I think of like assembly line and just banging shit out. <laughs> where like studio, yeah. like I come here and, I'm, and I it's work an on studio. shit for hours. Yeah. yeah and it is art. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so speaking of art, what is, what's your uh, specialty tattoo? You said like portraits and stuff. What, what is, is that, is that your, your favorite thing to do is. My favorite thing to do is black and gray. Yeah. And realistic, like, you know, mm. some some sort of like realism. And yeah, I love doing anything with the human body, like the face or yeah. poses, hands, uh, like that piece over there, that one on the bottom left. Yeah. It's like a hooded woman with some like, you know, biomech over her face. Yeah. Um, like that was just taking some reference of a model and chopping it up, doing what I wanted with it, added the hood and things. Is that the one people were going to be fighting Alicia for? No, no, oh. that one, that one. Um, I don't have that in here. Someone just bought that one today. They put the oh. deposit down for that, so that tattoo so she is lost sold. The fight. Yeah, she she's so funny about it because it's really, you know, I drew it up and then uh, I was super digging it, and then like a yeah. few eye glances later, I could see she's like, yeah, that actually is pretty badass. And with the iPad, which is how we get like everything done now, yeah. Uh, you know, we have a photo of her, we laid it over her, and you kind of get to see the vision already without doing yeah. it. So, yeah, it gets exciting that way. But, that is um, really cool. Yeah, it is cool, yeah. That was yeah. a big, big change was getting that iPad Pro. All right, Because that gets me – it gets me, like, free to draw and not be like, oh, I'm just doodling. Uh, I'm wasting supplies. Like, oh, this yeah. isn't working out scrap that idea like i can mute a layer and go to another one keep it we'll keep working it's really really cool that's awesome yeah the technology and what's yeah. going on like even from the machines that i'm using these days and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah <laughs> he's like oh i got questions for that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, go ahead for that <laughs> um 
Yeah, so back to the uh, portraits and stuff. Yeah. Do you like it just because of how hard it is? I mean, I can barely draw hands and a face with pencil and paper. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that's something I think people don't um, don't realize as much unless they know a tattoo artist of how hard it really is. Yeah, yeah. People think it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if you're a good artist, you, you probably do fine at tattoo. No, it's totally fucking different. It's a totally different world. People it's really not think this paper. is easy. Yeah. I think, and like, and not to sound pompous by saying this, but like the whole point is to make it look easy, right? Like, yeah. uh, I'm not visibly, visibly like stressed. I'm not saying, oh, fuck, that didn't go in right. Or, oh, yeah. what the fuck? You know, like you're yeah. supposed to be like remaining calm and just being a, a, a pro about it, you know? So hmm um i lost my thought there on that <laughs> oh that's <laughs> about right. it being thinking it easy yeah. yeah so um so yeah i think people just think like oh wow it's it's easy he's making it look easy yeah. uh, i want to just try it too you know um yeah that's how people start and then yeah. they realize how hard it is with everything though you know yeah. like it is yeah that's that's, that's, that's everything that's yeah. like when i wanted to learn how to do drums like being a band and stuff you know like yeah. you, you you mess around you look at people that are way better than you and you go, holy fuck. And you just do the best you can to work your way up to that. Yeah. And it's the same thing with tattooing, you know? Yeah, it's easy to get discouraged with yeah. with things that are that difficult. Especially something like tattooing where you fuck it up. I mean, unless you're practicing on an orange or a piece of fake skin, you fuck it up. <laughs> it, oh. It's it's there forever. The and saying is the best tattoo artist is not one that doesn't screw up, but is really good at hiding the screw ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try that in a portrait though. I don't know. But like I, you know, getting discouraged, like I think when you're in your own small world and like yeah. you see your progression, you can get really psyched on it. Oh wow, that's that's cool, that's clean, that's the best I've done. That reminds me of so and so's work. But I used to get like really discouraged doing conventions. Like I would so want to do a convention and have yeah, all these goals that. and then get there and like, let alone being like tattooing next to TV ink masters and whatever. Yeah. That, that almost doesn't even seem real, you know, like even yeah. hardest that <laughs> holy fuck. I've only seen that guy on my Instagram. He's standing right there. Yeah. What is he working on? Holy fuck. That tattoo is amazing. Yeah. And he cranked it out all weekend or her and this and that, like, <clears throat> I would come home from conventions with my ass kicked and feeling like total dog shit. Yeah. But like with anything, the coolest part about falling down is getting back up. And then yeah. like two days later, I'm re-inspired and I've learned some new things from watching yeah. or now I've got a couple of new questions. So I'm searching things online yeah. for answers yeah, yeah, and like, right. yeah, it hurts, but that's the yeah. only way to grow. Growing yeah. pains, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's the same with anything. And I, it's kind of a cliche I would say a cliche or a, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but I read something. It was a meme or a quote, and it said, don't compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 30. Mm-hmm. Have, you know, insert high number here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, I, you know, I think that because, you know, this can be discouraging too. doing a podcast. I'm new to it, and it's a big learning curve. Some of the stuff, like I said, I know a little bit about the audio part of it, but I am not tech savvy with computers or, you know, editing anything, you know, it, it, so it's, there's a bit of a learning curve to it. And then, you know, I started off listening to podcasts that was, you know, the ones everybody else listened to Joe Rogan, Mark Maron, you you listen to these guys have been doing it for a decade and they have over a thousand episodes. 
and you know you're like man how like especially like joe rogan like how does he do it Mm. he doesn't ask anybody questions Mm, but he and he's getting all this information out of these people that you would never think are going to give him information and you're like and you try i I try to pay attention to what he's doing and he's a personality beyond that that's yeah i mean you know and then i think of it that way i get discouraged you know because i'm not that articulate i'm not you know your mind plays tricks on you with that stuff yeah you know i'm not well educated i'm not you know i'm not this i'm not that and it all gets in your head and yeah, it's a big yeah. mental block and you go wait a minute <laughs> doesn't fucking matter it doesn't fucking Just matter me. i'm gonna try it i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my best and i'm not formally art trained i didn't go to art school yeah i took maybe art classes you know in middle school like everyone else does and yeah. i took a few in college and yeah, you just yeah. you do right. it. People like it. They get more of it. And then when you look back on it, you know, all those years later, like when you posted that tattoo, I was like, oh my god, oh my. And god. I like this tattoo. It's just, oh, this, I know. This, yeah, and it's it's, all, it's it's it. I had you know, I had my whole arm done from here up. I have. Uh, I'll show you. Uh, it's, <laughs> I have a pack of wolves, the forest, the moon that hasn't been finished, but um, Midas did it. Cobra Customs in Plymouth. Okay, yeah, yeah. An old, he's an older guy. And, yeah, you know, yeah. He did a great job, and you know he's planning out the whole thing. A lot of it was kind of freehand, and um, he's like, "Oh, you want to go? You want to go over the skull?" I'm like, "No." And he's looking at me like I have three like heads. Crazy. Because he, he, and in his mind, he's thinking, "I can, I can make that work. I can make the force work right over, right over those lines." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and <laughs> the whole arm will match, and it, you know yeah, it is yeah, an off yeah. an off thing on the arm, but it's on the inside of my arm, so I don't. I probably ruined that guy's day. <laughs> you, you might have, but yeah, I don't. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, you know, oh, that's cool. I got the tattoo, and I don't want it covered. I don't want. I mean, I have shitty ones that I did on myself that I don't want covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're it's yours. Like, and they're there, they, you know, and I like it. And it's that was the only sole thing on my arm for a long time. And I was like, yeah, that, that's it's that's craziness. my skull. That's my skull tattoo. Ryan did that. I don't yeah, want to get yeah. rid of that. That's crazy. That's my, that's my thing. That's so crazy. I, I I probably didn't even like know I did that until I seen that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you would have shown me that today, I'd be like, yeah, I te- oh, oh my God. Yeah, but in that photo, be, I was like, a minute. holy fuck, <laughs> dude. Talk about time traveling. Yeah, that's at least a decade old tattoo. It held it pretty good. Crazy. <laughs> it's definitely still there. <laughs> it's, it's still there. All right. <laughs> it's funny. It didn't disappear on us. Yeah. So you didn't have formal training, but um, growing up with you, were you uh, an artsy kid? Were you yeah. in sports? Were you, were you, no, not sports. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like... Honestly, and I'm still this to like like this to this day. I'm very much to myself, and I don't feel like a lot of people relate to me, and vice versa. And I felt that way, like especially in school. You know, like oh, yeah. I had a very small group of friends, and the rest of one was all just like static. You know what I mean? Um, yep. <clears throat> yeah, same with me. I grew up. Uh, I had a few, you know, high school, I had a few core friends, but I had band class because I play guitar and, um, and art. And we had, we had the electives where you could choose like math, English, you could choose a thing. Mm-hmm. I choose, I chose uh, visual and performing arts. Yeah. 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 And when I graduated, I got a certificate yeah. because I took every music and art class. They, wow. They wow. <laughs> wow. Good on a you. little more than everybody else because it was, you know, I was that's what I was shooting for. I, you know, yeah, yeah. I knew I was good at art and I wanted to do art and I picked up guitar, you know, the end of the freshman year of high school and I picked it up and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take music class 
because I can't. I'm, I'm not good that at smart, it. so <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna excel at math and all this yeah, other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to. It takes a, the right teachers to feel good <clears> in school. Yeah. you know. Yeah, we had an uh, incredible music teacher, Mr. Frost, in um, Westport High back in the day. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking great. You know, and I think back on it, and the part of the part that I remember the most. You know, I took music theory. I took the, all the band classes. I took shit. Yeah. I was doing percussion and concert band just because I took concert band. They were like, well, we don't have guitar in this. Wow, super <laughs> it's cool. It's a, a yeah, concert yeah, band. Yeah, we're doing yeah. Christmas music. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's like, you know, you're going you're gonna to do this. But he kind of he, he kind of had this forced confidence where he would force you to do something out of your comfort zone. And that was that was and because you were that was a lesson, yeah. and you know, and that was a great lesson. We was like, he just forced you to like, all right, you're gonna be on the timpanis, mm. and I was like, okay, yeah, two big drums, boom, boom, boom. You have to change the notes constantly on those. You oh, have really? To follow a piece of music and change the notes. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know started. that either. Yeah, yeah. And it's difficult. It's very, very no difficult. I barely got through the one song I had. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure I didn't do it well, but it was that push. He, yeah, he, yeah, That's yeah. what he taught me. That, and he called. Uh, Senior year, he called me and a couple of other guys hacks. And that was like, <laughs> wow. you, that hurt. You, he, yeah, he might as well punch me in the stomach. Yeah, no Because shit. I was, you know, he is my favorite teacher. And we were fucking around. We were senior year. We'd, we'd leave every morning, you know. Yeah, We'd yeah. leave most mornings, go eat breakfast, show up late. But he know? knew it was going to cut you deep. That's why I said Yeah, that. well, that's, you know, yeah. halfway through the end of the year. And we, we don't have the songs down. And he's like, you guys are just a bunch of hacks. And it was like. Fuck yeah! Like, fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like that hurts so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's my favorite dude, and he just totally knocked me down. Yeah, and we needed it, obviously, because yeah, yeah. you know, at that point, we should be perfecting it, not still mm -hmm. getting the hang of it. But, well, like, um, I had always drawn as a kid. My yeah, okay. um, so uh, <laughs> yeah, my mom's a seamstress. My dad's a wedding photographer. So like. You know, I always grew up with something artistic around me. People yeah. always doing something, you know. I was drawing as a kid. Um, we're the same age, so it's like cartoons were, were life. Yep. Um, <laughs> drawing cartoons and then like in the early 90s, comic books. So yeah. like X-Men and uh, I used to like stay at my grandma's house in Fall River all the time. Yeah. And there's a comic book store in Fall River. We walked there and I just pick out on my uh, favorite comics. Stafford Road? Uh, no. Um... Right uh, where Lafayette Park is. That, okay. that main, I forget the name of that. Yeah, that I, I didn't really spend much time over there. Yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just <laughs> like, like I never read the comics. It was always just, oh, that's a dope cover. Let me look through. Oh, some cool yeah. pictures in here. Yeah, buy that. And then try and, you know, draw them at home and stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? And then um, I got into BMX for a while. So I kind of yeah. like put art on hold for a little bit. Yeah. But no matter where I was, I was always looking at things like, how would I render that? How would that be that? You know, just yeah. like looking and still taking on information. And then in um, high school, the senior year of an electrical and uh, we're all fucking off at the end of the year, you know, in related mm -hmm. class. And I drew a caricature of our related teacher on the, uh, the dry erase board. And uh, he looked at me and he was like, man, you just wasted four years of your life. <laughs> like, Jesus what are you doing Christ. here? Like in electrical when you drew yeah. that, you know? So yeah. like, that's why I kind of just put it around in college for a bit until I snagged that apprenticeship to get everything rolling. Cause I, yeah. I always saw myself in this industry somehow. Yeah. I don't know when my mom got her belly button pierced 
at one point and we yeah. went to what was yeah, sin on skin back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I just remember being in there and like just having these like weird visions where like I could see myself here, yeah. you know, with the the latex gloves on and like and I thought I I didn't think my art was that good at the time. So I was like, I'm not gonna be a tattoo artist. I'd ha- I'd have to be so good at that. Yeah. I'll just do piercings. Oh. Uh, that never <laughs> that didn't work out. Yeah, we're we're here yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we grew up the same. I, I actually, speaking of comic book shops, there's one on Stafford Road, and my grandparents lived on uh, Ludlow Street, which is yep. across the street from that Cumberland Farm. Yeah, yeah. We're getting real local. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> um, I got caught. Um, my parents were away. And I was staying down there at my cousin's house. And my other aunt and uncle dropped us off there. I said, hey, you guys don't leave the neighborhood. Yeah. We got caught riding our bikes to the comic book store. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get Spawn. Or whatever, Hell you know, yeah. Whatever badass comic book we were yeah. dying to go get. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was riding my cousin Kara's bikes. So riding down the road getting heckled by every car. <laughs> that has that's that's, that's a busy road section for people that busy. don't know that. Yeah, yeah and I was crazy like busy <laughs> for Tiverton especially. Yeah, 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 and I'm like ten years old riding down that uh, that area. And um, Jesus, yeah, my uncle drives by, screeches a brake, you know, throws the bikes in the back. I told you guys, it was like an hour after he had told us not to. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, we were kind of little punks, but jeez, yeah, I grew up the same way uh, with drawing, same stuff, comics cartoons whatever was cool you know yeah and i i used to table much like this one mm-hmm. i would go to my grandparents house after school yeah they lived right around the corner from me and my grandfather was retired and he'd sit there and i'd sit we'd have like little tv trays yeah and my grandmother would just bring over a stack of paper it'd be like she did like taxes yeah yeah and she used to paint she used to do Bob Ross paints, cool like paintings and stuff. Like Hell yeah. she was very artistic. She was a very unique woman for somebody that at that time. She yeah, was a single yeah. mom, like you know, on a different level. Yeah, right? she was on a totally ahead of the curve. Totally fucking different. Like Hell yeah, wicked big inspiration for most of my family. Nice. And um, yeah, but she'd come over with like it'd be like the backside of a bunch of paperwork she'd have. Just she'd pop it down with a you know, bunch of pencils, and I would sit there. And, Either my grandfather would be watching golf or we'd be watching David the Gnome. David the Gnome. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like six, seven years old. Drawing Whoa. Nice you name drop. David the Gnome. Is, Fuck. That, that was think good. Think about it, right? That is crazy. There's some art in that freaking Yeah, cartoon. that was beautiful. It was a really, really cool show. There's definitely tattoo artists today that probably use that fox for so many references. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, they, I had uh, – very similar growing up drawing i was into bmx bikes too yeah i, yeah, I remember that i yeah. wasn't any good no, <laughs> no. i rode for I, wrote, I rode hard. around i rode around yeah i rode around town i didn't i couldn't do anything i couldn't fucking ride a wheelie i couldn't do shit uh, i had like slow-mo x games footage to try and like oh no so shit. he's holding his brakes there so he can like put his feet back on right oh okay like nice yeah i get technical <laughs> about everything when i yeah. when i get into it like even right now like we've been dieting for a year yeah so like this past year was all about like my health learning yeah. how to eat why you eat a certain way calories fitness yeah. I'm, like, get, I'm getting into that right now yeah because i've had some digestive issues yeah which i'm not 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> not, not on a microphone. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm, st- I'm slowly getting into that. We kind of have to at our age. It's Are like you at 35? the cusp. Yeah, just yeah, turned yeah, yeah. 35. Yeah, I am turning 36 next month. So next month? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. How yeah, do we get I here? Know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's totally crazy. <laughs> All right, so back in the day, which I, I still have it, I still have the Tommy machine with yeah. the <laughs> with the, the the top of the uh, six shooter bullets. Yeah, right? the six it shooter has like forty five caliber, forty caliber. You know, the very ends. like Jesse James West Coast Customs kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> that's totally. that time period, and it was heavy. Yeah. That so I had two machines, one that I bought from a kit. Yep. that was super lightweight. Made a ten, probably, and I made I made that. Yeah, who knows? What <laughs> yeah, yeah. Made it's, of. It's I had one totally, was... totally, totally deteriorated. Actually, I I soldered on a, um, a penny, I think, or a dime onto the end piece, the contact screw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I used that one for lines. This is in my head. I was a pro. Yeah, I hear. You. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> going off what so, you know. Yeah, so I had that one for lining, and I had the really heavy one I used for. Uh, mags and car yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit um but speaking of machines or to stupid people guns tattoo guns <laughs> um not stupid people un uh uneducated yeah. in the yeah. ways of tattoos. naive individuals <laughs> <laughs> um what are you using for stuff now because technology seems to it's crazy it's technology has moved fast everywhere and I, it feels uh, like tattooing isn't is in the future finally right yeah because like it's finally caught up things were pretty like progressive obviously with picture cell phones back in those times and shit when that Mm -hmm. and then like the what why are there elastic bands on these fucking tattoo machines you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah right that's like everyone's first question um so yeah coil machines like what you had right coil machines i haven't touched a coil machine since I think when we opened up the studio was the last time I used a coil machine. So right around like 2013. Wow. And then like I stopped using them all the way back in, I met Alicia in 2009. So yeah, 2009, I switched to rotaries. Yeah. And uh, I was on that for a couple of years. And then Caleb, the newest addition to famous tattoos Mm -hmm. was my apprentice at mom and pops. Yeah. So, um, there was not a lot of people in the studio that knew what they were doing. So I like did what I could to teach him. And I went back to coils for a little bit just so I could kind of like have a better understanding of them myself to, to teach, you know? Um, and then when I was in long Island, yeah, I was back to rotaries and yeah, I've been using rotaries ever since I, right now I use strictly, it's called a a company named Cheyenne. Mm -hmm. They're made out of Germany. I'll show you real quick. This is all clean and sterile, obviously. That is the best that is two equipment uh setup right there setup right ever, hell a, yeah a, a toolbox so yeah that's a rotary tattoo machine um it's all encased within that top black piece yeah so nothing no moving parts are exposed it's really easy to wipe down and clean yeah that's called the imagine. the thunder from cheyenne and i've been using that since <laughs> 2014 2015 maybe that same exact one i wish people could see my face right now i'm like totally shocked and blown away by this it looks like a piece of alien technology right i know it doesn't even it doesn't seem like this is a tattoo machine at so the all. story about that, that is, is crazy one day uh alicia and i you know we we're just getting together 
and I'm feeling pretty down on my work, discouraged. Yeah. You know, what am I doing here? Where am I going? Yeah. And uh, so she wants to take me around to these other tattoo studios to kind of, you know, puff me up a little bit. And uh, we walk into these studios and they're fucking trash. And instantly I feel great. We go into this <laughs> last studio and I see this artist using uh, a version of this, like the, the, the older version. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that that he's using? I've never seen anything like that. So what's cool about this is there's no more like needle on bar. Yeah. So I'll take this off for you. So there's a motor in here, obviously, yes. right? And it moves this piston up and down. So I'm going to try to describe a coil machine. So it has the two... Now, those electromagnetic coils yeah, those are like with a metal bar going across them. So when the current hits it, it's pulling down that it, bar. It's pulling the bar down. And when it makes that connection, it breaks it instantly and sends it back up. And that's yeah. how the machine goes up so and down. The, so the machine has a needle on a bar. Like a spear. Like a spear <laughs> at the end of that. Yeah. So with the electricity turning on and off those electromagnets... It just basically bouncing it up by up and down yep. through the tube where the pointy end is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that where the needles are. And the pick up ink the, like an yeah, old that, pen style. And, yeah, and, and that's the business end. So a rotary machine is a like motor. A, yeah, so it's a motor. And it's just as it sounds, a rotary. I'll run it for you real quick so you can hear it. So the end of that bar with a needle is already attached so now so yeah the, the <laughs> that so bar large. is is yeah. a permanent fixture in the machine and now when i twist this in and out the grip slightly moves up and it gives me more or less needle that i can adjust on the fly so this is a needle cartridge yeah so the tip is all contained inside of there there's the needle that plunger is pushing down on there and making the needles go so that in comes sterile from where, where you buy it yeah i open it pre-packaged pre-sterilized this is just a dummy cartridge for you know test purposes obviously yeah. but you can see the the needles moving <laughs> in and out as i click in and out yeah as you rotate the, the and then piece, so this is it running uh 10 volts that's where i usually with a this. with a digital power supply that looks, looks like, like an iphone phone. yeah <laughs> yeah it's got Holy presets shit. on it and how i like to use things and stuff um, so this is it running. Wow. That's as close to the mic as I can probably get it. Yeah. And then you can feel how little it vibrates and kind of just Holy see the shit. needle and everything else going to, going yeah, to town. Barely, you can barely feel that. Wow. That thing is moving. Yeah. That at 10 volts is about a hundred stitches per second. Oh shit. So yeah, that thing is fucking flying right now. Yeah, that's incredible. And that is the smoothest yeah. ever. So I that's, use that. I'm this like, is my, my so blown away. <laughs> dude, it's nuts, right? So when I first saw this, I'm like, yo, I gotta get my hands on this. Like it to have one machine that can do everything. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I need a liner, okay. I need a shader. Or like there were times where, you know, I'd be doing like really elaborate pieces and I need at least four needle groupings. Yeah. You know, around, around yeah, shader, yeah. regular size mag, large mag. And I'm setting up four machines. That's taking me a half hour alone. You know, like this takes me. That must be so easy to clean. One clip cord. It's all encased. It's all there. And it's fucking <sighs> one and you're fucking done, kid. Yeah, one is done. <laughs> yeah. And so, look at that power supply. That's impressive. That thing's nice. That yeah. I should have brought. I have my all my old stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, well, I got some old ones here. <laughs> I should have brought 
my old stuff just to, just to just to talk the about Jaws relics. tattoo machine. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And then this is like an older school rotary. Um, oh yeah, that's what I think of when I think of a rotary. Is yeah, this? It's, that's like it's a more of like machine. the old school coil Two style. vice, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got the needle clips, so it doesn't have yeah. the rubber bands at all. But and it's still just as oh, quiet yeah, no, no, no. and everything, and obviously much lighter than the coil yeah. machine. Yeah, there, I should have. I should have brought my shit. Just <laughs> right? the machines just to be like, hey, look at these old ass things. Yeah. So this this machine is heavier than that whole setup. Yeah. Yeah. My, some, like I twice. still have the analog power supply. Yeah, with the little turn dial. The the yellow one that everybody gets for free. With the banana clips. Yeah, that's the one I had. Yeah. That's the one I had. It's got the banana clips. Yeah, because we went to the same guy. So yeah, he ordered yeah. me that set and was like, Yeah, here you it's go. It's like kid. superior tattoo kit. Yeah, hundred percent. Whatever it was. hundred percent. Huck spalding shit. Yeah. The the thing I did that was the upgrade was I got the um Oh no, now it's out of my head. I just had it in my head a minute ago. The ink. I got the good ink and it was what was the mom's ink? Yes, but what was it? Was the company mom's? Yeah, it was like Millennium Ink or something like that. They changed it now. It's called World Famous Ink. Okay. Yeah, and they're actually out of New York. So when I was in Long Island, I wasn't far from them at all. Yeah. And then, uh, real quick, they tried to pull a stunt where they wanted to make it like statewide regulation where your ink had to be in these single-use tear like packets, like glue, basically. Oh. And they like invested so much money into making these little capsules and trying to make it a thing and then it flopped they didn't end up making yeah. it they like yeah of course ink bottles are fine so that shit all went under and then they changed oh, their name <laughs> yeah well so you know, when you get something that fails yeah yeah <laughs> you have to repackage it yep yeah that's great yeah that was that was my big investment was the, a good i still have it you know i i went to uh what's the craft supply place michael's oh yeah and i yeah. bought a big case and i Put all of my ink in there, and I got yeah. all the shit. I had a little cabinet set up with all the little trays for all the 400 elastic bands. Yeah. Well, even like, <laughs> so now when I travel, because of that machine, it's so much less. I can grab a box of needle cartridges. I'm good for the day. You know what I mean? I'm not grabbing, like, a box of 50 needles, these box of 50. And I don't, I don't usually tattoo in color anymore, so I'm just bringing couple of different bottles of black ink with me and yeah and maybe some white and that's it it's beautiful that's awesome yeah it is it's super <laughs> cool yeah i don't miss tattooing in color do you do a lot of um like one-off tattoos like yeah. the people that come in and they say oh, i want a portrait unless they have an actual picture are they looking like do you have flash yeah yeah like um especially right now because of the ipad and stuff like and i'm still learning that procreate program i'm not yeah. super technologically advanced either so like photoshop is very intimidating and scary yeah. to me but playing <laughs> on the ipad is a lot more fundamentally easier for me I, I feel like i can grasp that so i've been playing with that a lot more and you know at one time it was hard to create artwork put your heart and soul into it <clears throat> And then put it out there for people to get, and then no one gives a fuck. Yeah. So for a while, I wasn't really doing that. I was kind of just relying on what people came to me with, and then just trying to make it as me as possible. Yeah. Or and sometimes you just got to give people what they want. If they want something yeah. specific, then hey, you know they're paying my bills. So yeah, right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like if it doesn't have to necessarily be like you know a portrait of a loved one or a, a famous person, although those are super cool. Yeah. You know, just saying like, hey, I have an idea and I'm going to try and probably figure out a way to put a face in there or something. Or if yeah. you're like, if you're looking at the work that I'm doing currently and you say you like that, 
then I'm very interested in tattooing you 100%. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, like I was telling you earlier today, we uh, two weeks ago, I did a really big piece on a friend of mine, uh, Dennis. Had my friend Nick in here with like four cameras over the whole thing, recording it, yeah. time lapse, regular time. And, uh, yeah, my buddy Nick from uh, Wineport Creative made a dope like four-minute video of the tattoo. And it's... And I posted on Facebook and said, like, this is the most me I've ever, like, been able to put out there. Yeah. Super proud of this piece. And this is, like, the culmination of all these years of doing everything else. And now, like, I I have people who not just, like, trust me to, to do their vision, but now they're like, oh, he's interested in doing this. I, I'm interested in it, too. That yeah. lately has been super cool. That's like yeah, that must be next very, level, uh, you know. Um, so like I put a picture out on my Instagram just yesterday, right? The one that that kid Justin ended up taking yeah. it because I go show you. He had just gotten a tattoo from me not even a month ago. He put that tattoo that we did on him uh, right before a tattoo that he had already made an appointment for with me, yeah. and now he's taking that tattoo from yesterday. So like it's really starting to catch on. Yeah, feels yeah, good. It is. Yeah, that must be really uh, rewarding. Yeah, I like doing having big people work. come to you for the thing that you love doing. Yeah, not just oh, there's a tattoo parlor. Let's stop, and I, I need yeah. a rose on my. Or Ryan's back. nice, and I like talking to him, so he'll just do it or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, because I mean, that's a, an important part, obviously, like being friendly and and yeah, making it not feel like it's just a client, you know, tattoo artist feeling. But like, even in the studio now, there's. The uh, artwork in the main lobby is my portfolio. So when yeah. people walk in, they're bombarded with what I am, what I'm doing, yeah. what I'm interested in all about. And I've got some really big pieces up there, some back pieces that I'm very proud of. Yeah. 20 to 30 hours into there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jesus, a friend of mine, yeah. Pete, came in and <laughs> we did that whole torso piece. Yeah. And that was fucking bananas. That was about a year wow. of every week. Tuesday and Thursday, twice a week from like two to four hours a day, depending on what wow. we could get done. And we've got about 150 hours in his torso. Wow. We started with his back. And then once we finished the back, he, 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 uh, his son had passed away. So he had like an unfortunate like story for his back piece. Yeah. It was about memorializing that. And then the rest of it just took off with this very like religious feel, which I like yeah. doing religious artwork anyway, yeah. statues, as long as it's black and gray. I love that. So, We've got like praying hands on the right side and a portrait of Jesus underneath. And on the other side, we have a big dove being released yeah. by these like very realistic hands. Yeah. Um, the four horsemen of the apocalypse on his chest. Like we went in on yeah. this dude, you know, from from waistline to neck. And, you know, we didn't do his arms, but uh, yeah, a fuck ton of work. That was yeah, crazy. That's, that's a crazy amount of work. That was it. That was I more saw it exhausting. on the way in. I, we were talking a lot, but I, I was... My my eyes were all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was exhausting. When that was all over, imagine, yeah. it was like, I was sad that it was over because I love tattooing the guy. He was super yeah. cool. We ended up becoming like really good friends. But like only when like two weeks afterwards and I was getting back into like the regular rhythm, I was like, wow, like that was fucking exhausting. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's nice to like walk away from that piece and kind of feel like we're starting a new chapter. What's the next thing that's coming in? Cause yeah, that was like a year of nonstop. That's totally nuts, but great experience. And I, you yeah. know, shout outs to Pete and you know, thank you for letting <laughs> me do that. He was a really yeah. super cool guy. Let me get away with murder on that. Well, you know, 
being nice and having a personality is what you need nowadays. Because you think of the old, you know, the old school tattoo artists that existed when we were kids. Yeah. It was still that. Like transition that, period. Yeah, right? it was when we were kids, it was still that like badass attitude biker shit. Mm -hmm. Like it was, there was a lot of guys that were. If you saw somebody covered in tattoos when we were kids, they were hard. Yeah, they were they were a hard, badass kind of they fucking person. You, yeah. you you know, you, your mother's grabbing you by the arm, being like, "Come here, don't get <laughs> yeah, near yeah. that guy." Although they were probably the nicest people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah that's true. Not saying just, anything bad just, about people with tattoos even back then. But yeah, yeah. But it was it was it had a different a different um, like stigma to it. Basically. Yeah, it had a stigma to it, and I had a, people had a different outlook on it. They didn't think of it as art. Mm -hmm. They thought of it as this outlaw shit. Human graffiti. Yeah, it's human graffiti. <laughs> and people were like, ugh, like, you know, this guy's never going to, you know, work with the public. Or, you know, yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's not covered in art. He's covered in shit. And, mm -hmm. you know, but even back then it was art and it always has been. But at least now it's, you're going into tattoo parlors i almost said tattoo parlors ah. like without even thinking <laughs> you own a tattoo studios now and it's um it's clean sterile environment hopefully what, what, it should be anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know it, it rivals you know doctor's offices and, yeah, and emergency should. rooms yeah it yeah, should anyway it should. if it yeah. i mean this place does it's spotless in here and it's you know that that's a to it's a totally different mindset. People come in because, you know, when we were teenagers, you saw Miami Ink, and that's when it really got really yeah. popular and commercialized. Not to say anything bad about Miami Ink, but I, I I like just started learning, and then that show came out, and it was like, oh, perfect! Like I'm watching this show. I'm gonna yeah. pick up some tips. Right. I totally did. You know, like yeah, that was it, a blessing. You know, it really it got a little more popular than. People, people were getting tattoos and were thinking, oh, I have a story. I have this heartache. I have this thing. And, you know, oh, what, what a great way to memorialize somebody or something. But, you know, they get a tattoo and they get the permanent, permanent art on their mm -hmm. body. That show was brilliant. If you think It really was it. when you think of yeah, it. it, it was it was incredible. And, you know, um, that was one of the things Roger said to me. And I remember it, it was the episode of Miami Inc., was like the week before I started my apprenticeship, which yep. didn't last long. Um, it was the episode where, what's the the main guy, the guy that was um, shot? Ami. Ami. He the made, guy. Yeah, he made his apprentice, was it Yoji? Yep. Yoshi, Yoji. Rip. He made him wash his car. Yeah, wax or his on, truck. Wax yeah, he, yep. and I remember, you know, he, he it was like, it was uh, right after that episode when I started, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I'm not gonna make you wash my car or anything." <laughs> it was, but it was such a, it was so that's in that hectic. culture. That was that was a that was like the only show on TV I watched. Mm -hmm. I have never watched a lot of TV, especially reality TV at that time, yeah, right? TV yeah, was shit, and it's always it, it's always been like, like who wants to watch? Ten real people living in a real world. <laughs> yeah, it's, we want really yeah. love the real world back in the day, but <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but you know the, it was it was the first reality show that I was uh, 
I was into, and I was like, holy crap, yeah, let's watch let's watch this. I like tattoos. I want to get into tattooing. I learned a lot. You know, yeah, you, watch yeah you, actually, you actually could learn a lot. How much me. needle they would have hanging out. I remember seeing that. Because, you know, when Roger taught us, we'll go over that, like, it was, you know, uh, it wasn't very scientific about it. It was just kind of like, what, a nickel for lining and dime for shading or yep. vice versa or whatever, yeah. you know? So I remember being like, holy fuck, those guys have, like, katanas coming out of their machines. That's a yeah. lot of fucking needle. But look at how they're able to see. And then, like, yeah, when you Kat see Von... a little better when you don't have, yeah. you don't have ink dumping everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and then when Kat Von D went on that show, that was obviously a change. And then because oh, yeah. of that show... Oh, yeah. And portraits kind of blowing up at that time. I had uh, shout out to the Higgin family. They let me do a portrait on them. They were like, "No, you can do this." And I was just tattooing at the house. Still no training. Wow. Only training was Kat Von D at the time. How about yeah, that? Right. You know. <laughs> but like, did a portrait of her brother on her, and like, yeah, man, that like took off. I was like stoked on that and how that came out, cool. and that's like kind of how I got the bug. And yeah, and they go show you like bug. that's how detrimental that show is, and like a lot of people in our age group. Yeah, that's a staple in what carried tattooing over for them. Like, yeah, it, it pushed it to the to the next level. In yeah. my eyes, anyway, from what from from watching that, that like pushed so many people into it. And it took the myth out of a studio. So now someone's like, I was on a studio. I always wanted a tattoo, but never those places look creepy or this and that. Like they yeah. got to see that bright personality filled studio. You know, yeah. even those guys. Some of those guys were hard asses and still kind of old school. Like. Like oh, Darren yeah. Brass is one of the nicest guys in there and shit like that. So. Well, people people were afraid to go into a tattoo parlor. <clears throat> that set the back vibe. when it was a tattoo parlor. Yeah, well, I remember going into <laughs> Sin on Skin and being like, what the fuck? This is a dungeon. Yeah, you right. Know, and yeah, like black the, walls, flames or whatever painted somewhere. And then it's, nicotine stained plastic flash cases. Yeah, you flash know? <laughs> cases with, you know, roses and butterflies and, uh, you know, Harley Davidson emblems. Yeah. And, not to say there's anything wrong with that if that's what you want. But yeah, yeah. Well, even in it's, here, it's like, like almost all it was. We don't then. have any flash in my lobby because I'm trying to show you like the yeah, you create a custom tattoo. Much, yeah. You know what I mean? And not like, well, hey, I painted that. <clears throat> you can have it. And not to say there's anything wrong with that too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, you just have to go to that shop for that. That's all. You know what yeah. I mean? As long as you're getting the right tattoo for the right situation. I tell this to my clients all the time. Yeah. It's a tattoo that. Hey, you know, uh, I was thinking about going here for this or, you know, I, I know you don't usually do this. As long as you tell me you're going to go to a dope tattooer, I'm behind it 100%. Hey, yeah. I want to get this. Oh, yeah, so-and-so does that. You should totally go see them for that. Yeah, right. I'm not the guy for that, but get yeah, a dope exactly. tattoo and, and tell them I said what up. You you're like, hey, Ryan, I want an old school anchor, traditional. With Did it a couple mermaid. of days ago. That's, Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's fine. I can blast that out. But like a very like specifics, like um, if someone came to me for – you know, like a truly Japanese traditional sleeve. Oh, yeah. I'm not that guy. You know, I can have fun yeah. with it. I can maybe put my own twist on it, but you're not going to, it's not going to look like a Japanese guy did it, you know? So yeah, go see someone that's put the years into that. You know what I mean? It's all about going to go see the right person. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Totally true. It's true in a lot of things. Yeah. When you're <laughs> having, you know, you want to go, you know, have your car fixed or something in your home, like, yeah, you have to get the job done like the right way and making sure you're getting someone that fucking cares because there's a lot of bums in every industry that are just showing up to a job, just trying to get the shit done so they can go yeah. home, you know, like, and when you're yeah, working. There's, not, there's nothing worse than trying to fix somebody else's fuck up uh, either. Yeah. That used to happen to me all the time, remodeling houses. People would call us, oh, so-and-so recommended you and. 
what's his face was here and they spackled over some <laughs> shit. Yeah, and it looked like, nice. Now, but... there's, now there's you know there's mold coming through the wall. We didn't even know there was mold there. Well, he should have taken care yeah, of that before yeah, he yeah. rebuilt the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so your business is doing really well. It's really yes. thriving. Thank you. Um, what do you have going on uh, in the near future? That, uh, with all the tattoos. Yeah, in, be in between tattoos and with involving tattoos. What well, um, right now, <clears throat> we're getting like to the end of the year. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like right now, I want to take this time to like really harness and focus on some artwork and promoting the studio, mm -hmm. you know, like with my most recently found and like solid art direction. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'll be doing for the rest of the year. And then next year, the goal is to take that really blow it up because the holidays, you know, business will die down a little bit. Yeah. But like when the appointments come back in for the new year and it's tax season, I want to be able to like really hit the ground running and hope that I'm able to do my tattoos, maybe even like one day a week. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like one yeah. day, one day a week, I can be hitting like a piece that I'm, you know, really looking forward to do. Um, for 2020, I want to do some conventions, which yeah. I haven't done in a couple of years. I was kind of jaded on the whole convention scene for a bit. You know, you put a lot of time and money into it, and sometimes it's not as fruitful as you'd like it to be. Yeah, but um, yeah. I feel like I'm in a spot now where it's easier for me to talk about myself and promote myself. Yeah. Cause like for a couple of years, I didn't really do anything on social media. It's like hard to yeah. be like, Hey, look at me. No one yeah. cares. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's you hard like to doubt. put yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like I'm doing that more so now than ever. So I want to do a couple of conventions again next year. Uh, I haven't locked down any yet, but they won't be like too far away from home. I want to do maybe one in mass, one in Connecticut. Um, at the furthest, maybe New York, you know, like old stomping ground shit. And, yeah. and that's it. Um, as far as, uh, out of tattooing, um, my friends and I, I got a group of friends out there. We play soul caliber. So okay. shout out to the soul caliber crew, <laughs> uh, soul caliber six on PlayStation. Um, every, every other Sunday, every two weeks we meet at my house. We have this wrestling championship belt made. Yeah. with the Soul Calibur characters on it and <laughs> okay. stuff. And uh, we run like a double elimination bracket, FGC fighting game community style. Right. And uh, <laughs> there's usually like six or eight of us. It gets hype. Uh, a lot of <laughs> testosterone in the room and people get like all noisy when, you know, you're doing cool shit. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, I've won the belt five times. And uh, my buddy Henry just won it for the 11th time. Holy shit. He's a monster. <laughs> he's like, he's the dude that's been playing the game since the first one. And uh, this is like my first time playing Soul Calibur. So yeah, for a while I got like really into fighting games. Yeah. Uh, I was running a YouTube channel for a bit and a Twitch channel, which was like focused on Street Fighter V and <laughs> MK. Um, I have a lot of respect for the mental about fighting you yeah. know <clears throat> so like even watching like ufc this past like t you know a couple of years i no longer just see it as people swinging and hoping for a hit yeah like i'm really understanding because of what i've learned silly enough through fighting games like yeah. the mental that goes into that you know conditioning your opponents yeah and that's a, it's a totally different world it's mentally so much fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i got like hard into that for a bit so 
yeah, that's what I do in my spare time. I play fighting games, um, BMX for a long time. So now I actually play this. Uh, it's called Pipe BMX on PlayStation cool. and Xbox. It's a $10 game. <laughs> no music. Very simple. Only like four courses to ride, but I mash hours on that just to kind of <laughs> get that like feeling of being on the bike again without yeah. hurting myself and ruining my tattoo career in the process. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Come that down was, on your hands. Yeah. That had yeah. to be put on big hold, obviously, for for tattooing. If I had stayed riding BMX while I was learning tattooing, I would have never gotten into tattooing as hard. I probably would have still been riding a bike. Yeah. And gone nowhere. Yeah, it's hard to go <laughs> hard on more yeah. than one thing. Yeah, yeah. You gotta really pick your poison when it's time to live your life and make some fucking money. Yeah. So you have tattoo apprentice. Yeah, yeah. Right now, <laughs> I've had a few of them. Yeah. And um, the tattoo apprentice journey is tough. Yeah. And right now, I'm apprenticing my wife. Yeah. Who <laughs> has been, we've been together for 10 years. And she owns the business with me. We're partners in this. So yeah. she's the other half. I'm in the back tattooing and she's usually in the front doing everything else, paying the bills, talking yeah. to clients and answering emails. Yeah. Everything. An answering my annoying emails. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> um, so this past year, um, the studio had like a major change and uh, a lot of the dudes that were working here that we relied heavily on, uh, decided to bounce, um, in all very coward-like fashions, I'll say that out loud. You know, wow. when you leave a job and you don't give two weeks uh, and you kind of leave people high and dry, your clients included, uh, that's obviously a mega hit on your lack of professionalism. Um, so with that being said, and not really feeling like we could trust and rely a lot of people, yeah. you get jaded with time and you're trying to make sure you're not getting what you care about so deeply fucked over. She was like, you know, I, I think I am ready to do this. Because the whole time we've been together, it's, you know, oh, are you going to tattoo? Do you tattoo? You have so many. Yeah. More than me, actually. More tattoos <laughs> than I have. Um, but, yeah, she really wanted to take the plunge this year. So we're starting off with that. And, you know, much like myself, when I was learning, she's learning art and tattooing at the same time, you know, yeah. um, the right way to do things. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. She's doing great. Yeah. That's good. She's doing really good. She's doing better than she thinks she's doing. Oh, you know, anything good. else, it's, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> she did a tattoo a couple of weeks ago and, um, came out great. Yeah. Not even just great for someone with a lack of experience. Like that was an acceptable tattoo to walk out of yeah, my studio great. and her not being my wife. You know what I mean? Um, but I think obviously in her head and all of our heads, we stress ourselves out. Yeah. And I think in her mind, it's more like, oh my God, I'm, I'm fumbling to get through this and I'm counting every step. Yeah, and we're our worst critics. Yeah, Especially, which is fine. You know, that's kind of if you if you're not, then you're probably a psychopath. If, you, yeah. if you're not criticizing yeah. yourself, yeah, an egomaniac. If yeah. you're not criticizing yeah, right. yourself, I guess that's how you get better. And it's good. And I want her to critique herself. But um, and I used to do this too. It was I would do a tattoo, love it in that moment, go home and take a look at it to admire it some more, and yeah. be like, fuck. <laughs> you know, I, I don't like it anymore. I, sh I should have yeah. done this or this tattoo didn't come out like so-and-so's tattoo that I've been looking up yeah. to and this and that, you know what I mean? You beat yourself up. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm really proud of her. She's doing really good, but she is starting a very, very long journey. Yeah. But we got plenty of time. So yeah, the rest of your lives. That's right. That's right. So yeah. Shouts to Alicia. 
And if you're interested in getting a tattoo from her, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah. Well, it's tattoo season in my eyes because a lot of people, not to stop people from getting tattoos year round, but yeah, people yeah. think, oh, summertime. Yeah, I'm going to go get a tattoo. No, that's a bad, bad it's idea. You're going to get sunburned. You're going to want to go in the ocean. You're going to want to go in a pool. You know, my summer booked from out. You know, fall to spring. That's when you want to get your tattoo. (laughs) Summer is so short, you know? So, like, and it's the busiest time, so I book out, but it's a problem because all summer long, it's people not respecting the fact that their skin is an organ. Yeah. And it's not just like something that you're wearing and we're slapping some shit on it. Like I need yeah, like it to be healthy. Super dry elbow right now. Yeah. So like, you know, when I work on someone that's like a landscaper or an automotive guy who, you know, they're hard workers and they don't really take care of themselves as much as they should. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that shit gets hard to tattoo or, uh, um, certain parts of the body, this and that. So yeah, like the summertime is the worst. I had so many people cancel or show up sunburnt. And be like, no, I'm fine. You can hit. And I'm like, no, absolutely no, not. Like, yeah. you have no idea. I'm not going to sit here and struggle with you for hours. Uh, Even yesterday. Yesterday was a tough day, I was telling you, right? When my first client of the day came in, working on a big sleeve. Uh, I start tattooing her. When she walked in, I could tell something was up. Her voice was raspy. I'm like, are you sick? No, no, I'm not sick. No, mm. no, I'm fine. No, this and that. I get her in the chair. And first few passes with the machine, I'm like, this is weird. Something's not right. I switch needles. I switch machines. I switch yeah. uh, you know, my dilution of black ink. She's taking it wicked, wicked rough. And I'm like, there's something wrong with you. Like your skin's fucked. Like you're, you must be coming down with something. Yeah. No, I feel fine. This and that. Yeah. She had another full day session booked for today. She called me at one o'clock. You were right. I went home. I felt like shit. My tattoo's already not healing like it usually does. Yeah. Uh, I feel dizzy. I'm going to the hospital right now to yeah. like, you know, get myself checked out. So yeah. like your skin isn't your clothing. It's attached to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an organ. Yeah. And you have blood flowing through it. And it's. <laughs> or even like scratches. People are like, oh, I, I just cut myself shaving. You can tattoo over that, right? It's like, no, like I get ink anywhere near that. You're going to have a spot that you didn't want there, you know? Or like clients think yeah, they're doing right. me a favor sometimes. They'll shave beforehand. Yeah. If you're really hairy, buzz it down and then yeah. I'll get the razor and shave it. Yeah. Let me do that, you know? But like, well, funny story on the way out, right? Uh, my buddy, shout out to Jake, Jacob. Wanted to get his ass tattooed. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> this woman comes in. She goes, I want to get the words, you know, tattooed on my ass. Okay. I'll see you. So and so we'll get it done. She never shows up. He thought it was a good idea. He wanted to get it. <laughs> Doesn't want the dude who's about to tattoo it to shave his ass. So he goes in the bathroom to shave his own ass. Well, when he comes back out, it, it looks like yeah. someone tried to shave their own ass. He's missing yeah. spots. He's bleeding. He's cut himself a couple of and it looks fucking horrid, you know? Yeah. So that was like a mental time to get the tattoo. Um, yeah, exactly how you would expect somebody that can't see what they're shaving. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we laughed at it for a good couple of minutes. It was like, look at what you did to yourself. Yeah, look in the mirror. Yeah. That's funny. So uh, if somebody wants to follow you on social media, uh what ones do you have? You have Instagram. Facebook, I have Instagram and I'm on Instagram the hardest. That's like yeah. the best format for artists, I feel like, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can find me at famous Ryan V V E E um, on Instagram uh, or just Ryan Vidinha on Facebook, V I D I N H uh, A. Famous Tattoos M A, both on uh, Facebook and Instagram. 
if you want to book an appointment with me, your best bet is to either uh, email us, famoustattoosma at gmail.com, uh, or you can just go right through the website, Famous Tattoos MA, and um, there's a you know Get Tattooed tab, and you can book everything there. We require a deposit for all appointments. Um, we give away aftercare with every tattoo. I'm fucking rad as hell, so come hang out with me. <laughs> uh, my wife's crazy, and we'll all make you laugh. Caleb's a fun guy, and uh, as long as you're doing yeah, something black and gray, you give me some freedom in a simple direction, yeah. we're going to rock out and have some, yeah. have some fun. And you and Alicia are great. Thank you. You guys are the most welcoming people. So sweet and nice, the two of you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, you guys are, and I'm not just saying that because we've known each other. Like really, I, I, I can, I can just imagine walking in here and being comfortable with the atmosphere. Because thank it's, you. It's how you want a tattoo studio to look. It's you know it's cool. It's got the right amount of merch. Yeah. It's got the right amount of. You know, artwork on the wall without like a bunch art. of like goat heads and weird crazy yeah, it's shit. It's not like, like crazy. It's not super dark in here and creepy. You can see everything. You can see you know, see how clean, nice everything is. Yeah, it's and perfect. That's, that's how it. we are with exactly everybody that be. that comes in. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. we get told a lot that you know it, this place resembles a doctor's office, and and that's definitely a compliment. You know, because yeah. I want it to be clean. I want you to be comfortable and relaxed. We set the candles up. I put on some nice jazz music sometimes. And I got clients <laughs> just passing out, sleeping, working on their back or yeah. ribs. And that's, that's like such a cool feeling when you can tattoo someone and yeah. they're passed out, sleeping yeah, they, they comfortably. <laughs> that guy Pete one time was working on his back and he, and he was like snoring almost. And people come in all the time to check out the tattoo. And I just be like, yo, like, don't make a fucking noise. Like Pete sleeping. Like, <laughs> let, yeah. Let, that's how that's how chill we like to keep it. So I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah. It's a great place. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. This was this. a was lot of great. fun. It was nice catching up with you, too. Absolutely. This is a very professional setup. I like it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I so tried. Thank you so I much. tried my hardest to make this work out. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> so if Matt hits you up and wants to do a podcast with you, absolutely let him do it because it's a lot of fun. Sweet. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem, dude. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So what did you think of that? That was pretty good. Um, Ryan and Alicia uh, work very hard at the tattoo studio and uh, they're doing a great job. They're really great people. So if you're in the market for a tattoo, especially something that um, is Ryan's specialty, the portrait work, the black and gray, you definitely have to go and visit them if you're in that Dartmouth area. Um, the address is 643 State Road in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. That's Route 6 for people not from the area. Um, they are in the same building as Sherman Williams. So that's the biggest sign on the building. It's the easiest landmark, if you will. Uh, so yeah, they're great people. You, you, know, you can follow them on all their social media and see what they get going on. They're great people. That was a lot of fun on and off of the podcast. And I hope people listening to that uh, got something out of it. I hope that uh, it was enlightening uh, to some people that maybe um, aren't into art or don't know any tattoo artists. You get some information out of them. Um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram. It is the Odd People Podcast. Uh, there's also a Facebook page, Odd People Podcast. Uh, follow and like my stuff too as well and uh, 
Thanks. Thanks for listening. Stay odd. <laughs>